Life Happens with Pimelo Mutine. Pimelo Mutine on SAFM. On SAFM. Seven minutes after two o'clock, what I did say to you earlier was that we were going to try and touch base with our colleague in Nigeria, Samson Omale, who is a multimedia broadcast journalist in Nigeria, just to look at how COVID-19 has affected the region. And uh, we've got him on a better line now this afternoon. Good afternoon, Samson. Good afternoon, Pamela. Is okay. the line better? Much, much better. Thank you so much. I mean, we had started with the effects of what is now at the moment a dry season in Nigeria, resulting often in sandstorms, but it seems like this time around they've been quite massive. What impact has that had on some of the efforts that you guys are, are, are embarking on for COVID-19? Okay, um, it, 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 it's impacting very severely on the lives of people. It's completely changing the way people live now. With that sandstorm comes again, just as you like, rightly mentioned, is the dry season and temperature can go as high as 40, 42 degrees centigrade in the core northern part of Nigeria, where it's accessible to the east, to the northeasterly winds that bring the Sahara um, dry winds, the desert, very close to the Sahara desert, and all of that. So people in the core northern part of Nigeria has come under the severe weather conditions, and um, some sudden deaths have been reported. As you know, they have been conflicting reports whether the deaths that have been recorded in several states across the region is as a result of COVID-19 or as a result of the severe weather conditions, because again, we have not been able to find either the Nigerian Center for Disease Control or even some of the health um, um, agencies and ministries have not been able to point um, to anything that's responsible for the strange deaths that have occurred. Just yesterday in Chikar State, one of the states in the northern part of the country, over 100 people, 150 people died. And that's the same case in Bochy State, where several people, over 40, were killed in the last couple of days. And uh, from preliminary investigation, it is not said it's not related to COVID-19. But again, um, some have said that um, the severe weather conditions in this area is, uh, or rather, may be responsible for that. Has it impacted COVID? Yes, is the Muslim month of Ramadan. And you know yep. that Nigeria has a substantial amount of Muslim population, one of the largest in the West African sub-region. And so, with COVID coming in, it's changing the entire plan and arrangement or what characterizes holding month of Ramadan, for especially for Muslim adherents. What that means is that the normal communal way of breaking of the fast. Mm. Samson, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. All right. And, 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 and that is one concern, obviously, that people are not allowed to gather. But what, another thing that we're hearing, like here in South Africa, a lot of people have lost income. A lot of people don't have food security impacting majorly on their practice of breaking a fast and starting a fast again during this time of Ramadan. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's the same thing here. Um, we also have our, we've gone through our own period of lockdown. And what that means is that markets are obviously not open when they should be open. Like in Abuja, the nation's capital, um, since March 30, the nation's capital has been under lockdown. It was eased just barely a week ago. And what that means is that... Um, People um, uh, don't even people people don't have access to this food because again they don't have money. They've not been able to go to their jobs. Some of them have 
daily earnings, you know, that's how they're able to sustain themselves and their families and all of those. And so they, they, they don't have money, even though these markets are open, it presents another challenge. People have also lost their jobs and several companies are already asking their workers not to resume. Others are on half pay. Others have totally relieved them of their um, employment and all of that. So it's, it's impacting severely, even in the purchasing power, especially for Muslims during this holy month of Ramadan. Samson, I mean, I'm, I'm quite concerned about the numbers you've just... I mean, these are staggering numbers, 150 people dying at a time in one, in one particular area, and we're not even sure whether this is as a result of the weather or COVID-19. How, how is the testing going in Nigeria at the moment? The COVID nineteen testing. Um, it, testing, testing is it has been criticised by experts who are saying that Nigeria is not doing enough testing. Um, the latest figure we have is just about twenty five thousand people. Under twenty five thousand people have been tested in a country of over two hundred million people. So that is really very insignificant if you look at the kind of numbers of uh, people who are said to be infected. Now, as of yesterday night. Um, the number of infected persons, according to the Nigerian Center for Disease Control, rose to about um, um, about 4,000, uh, just a little bit over 4,000. Now, what that means is that we're not testing enough. And because we're not testing enough, the numbers seem to be a little bit, you know, um, uh, not as high as we expect for a country with such a large population. But what we see is that I would have a daily increase of over 200 confirmed cases Every day, so far, about 143 people have died from COVID-19. And, um, well, we also have some very positive news coming from the various isolation centers and hospitals treating COVID-19 patients, where about 788 cases have been discharged so far. So the number is rising in terms of the number of people who are infected. But again, the number of those being tested is, to say anything, not, um, not impressive at all. Samson, how does this impact? We, we've spoken a lot to other specialists here in South Africa. How does that impact how you treat the deceased? If we are not sure of what the people have died of, then is it not a concern when it comes to burial and procedures and so on? Sure. It, 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 it's a huge concern. And government seems to be coming to it. Point where uh, looking at some of the statement released by some of the health, some of the health officials here, uh, they're a little bit, uh, a little bit confused in terms of how they should go about these latest cases now. Because again, you're not really sure of if this is COVID-19 or not, and even if you're not sure it's COVID-19, uh, if, if it's COVID-19, what then is causing this death is a big question. And, uh, Pamela, let me also tell you that this has gone on for over two, three weeks now. So it's a long time, and a lot of Nigerians are concerned that, look, uh, nothing substantial in terms of getting right down to what is actually resulting in these other deaths, you know, um, they can't put their finger on. And having said that also, uh, it, it also creates another huge challenge because, again, people are moving from different Part of this region, even though there is an interstate, uh, an interstate ban in terms of movement, but again, movement continues, and as they move, some of them who have who have confirmed cases of this virus also move with this virus. 
Listen, I, I want to end it on a better note, okay, because, I mean, this is quite stressful to listen to. <laughs> I saw the most beautiful video yesterday of frontline workers who are at a hospital who created a beautiful circle outside the hospital, created a bit of a band. There was some music there encouraging those who were sick to get better. It just was so heartwarming to see Samson. Yeah, sure, sure, sure. It's not a, it's not, it's not totally um, a grim and very uh, um, discouraging situation. Yes. There are exciting stories coming up. People who have recovered, yes. people who um, also for frontline workers um, who have even lost a few of their colleagues. Yes. Some of them are also coming out with fantastic cases. People are rendering help. I can also tell you that in the midst of the hunger, in the midst of people not being able to buy food, you can see neighbors going around and sharing food so that people can uh, can have something to eat. So um, you also have the positive side. Uh, and uh, But again, one thing I must quickly add is that it, it, another challenge is that there are also a cross-section of Nigerians, like we've seen in other parts of Africa, who actually don't even believe that the coronavirus mm. does exist. Mm. They believe it's it's a it's some scam. They believe it's some thing that's just trying to stop them from doing what they need to do, you know, and also that's another challenge that um, orientation, information, and all that um, on the part of government uh, needs to step up in order to also ensure, let people know that look, we're dealing with a very serious situation in our hands uh, at the moment. Samson Omale, multimedia broadcast journalist in Nigeria. They're just giving us the very latest of how Nigeria is coping with COVID-19. Really interesting insights there. And thank you so much for making the time to talk to us.